right. I, I guess. So we, we, we can start. Whatever. What yeah, are you yeah, let's do? Go. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this or not. So if there's a lot of silence, just uh, just go with me. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Oh, no. That's not it. I got a fucking real <laughs> professional. Dude, I, I don't care. Welcome back to the Jordan Phoenix Show. Thank you guys for being here again. My guest today is none other than Mr. Josh Wills. Hello, hello. He is the drummer for Story of the Year. Uh, it's so funny you can't hear those sound effects. I got to figure a way out to make people hear this. Um, <laughs> drummer for Story of the Year. And uh, um, I'm really excited that he's here today because uh, we're doing this Story of the Year run. I had Adam, Ryan... Now we got Josh, and then uh, next episode, I'm getting Blake Armstrong, the artist oh. that uh, did the Wolves uh, poster. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, That's rad. Yeah, it's. I'm really would, excited, yeah. I would just leave Dan out. Uh, I don't think I'm going to talk to Dan. I wouldn't. <laughs> That's on the Patreon. Um, yeah. No, uh, pay for that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to have you here, man, um, because I feel like I know um, – you know, have gotten to know Adam and um, Ryan really well, probably Adam more, but, um, but we have only, I mean, we've worked on a few things together, but um, we don't, we haven't talked that much. And uh, mm -hmm. so I'm really excited to have you here. Um, I know that you're a big like podcast dude. So I feel like we could maybe talk some inside baseball on our favorite podcasts. And um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I got sure. a lot of, uh, a lot of catching up to do with you. So um, I just want to go kind of, I don't know. I just was like, I don't know that much about Josh, so I have a lot of questions I want to ask you. And then whatever you want to ask, man, I'm yeah. all here. I'm here. So let's uh, let's start out. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Josh is in a uh, we'll say original member of Story of the Year. Um, more more or less, yeah. Yeah. Well, with the name Story of the Year, I mean, you've been yes. with the band since the beginning, um, and uh, you have uh, been the drummer for every every. Out, uh, studio release that's uh that's been yep. out and you guys are back you're not in the studio yet but you guys are like working on new music right now yeah and uh and uh what else um so my question for you is what are you doing like what is your life like now it's been kind of interesting learning about the other guys and like kind of how they're spending their time when they're because you guys are like still full-time in the band but you're not like touring and doing that kind of stuff so um like you got some kiddos right you got married like what is life like for josh these days um well i work like a regular old job okay i do like office like accounting things and payroll and stuff for um a place here in st louis that i just kind of fell into yeah so when right before story of the year took our you know that whatever seven year break or whatever we took mm -hmm. i uh i was getting ready to have my first kid so i was like well i don't want to stop touring but it seems like everybody else wants to stop touring <laughs> so <laughs> I need to get a job because, you know, obviously we know that nobody makes money off record sales and stuff. And then, right. you know, if you don't make money off record sales, 
your money is touring and merch and stuff. And if we were going to stop touring, I got to make money. Yep. So funnily enough, I, <laughs> I always said for years, you know, whatever, dude, if we, if we have to stop, I'll just stop and I'll go be a mechanic. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like you, when you're touring all the time, you don't realize how good you have it when you're in the middle of it, when you're in like the eye of that storm. Mm-hmm. So like, I literally went and got a job being a mechanic. <laughs> so I went and like learned how to work on cars and change brakes and shocks and alignments and all that crap, oil changes, tires, everything. Did you have a background in that or were you like, oh, just no, figure. <laughs> That's zero <funny>. background. <laughs> so like my, my wife's cousin's husband, who I've known since middle school, he worked at this place and gave me, uh, he gave me a job. Uh, you say, hey man, just come on as like a quote unquote lube tech. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that then, sounds sexual. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I went. I just kind of I learned how to do a bunch of stuff. I mean, we weren't doing anything really, and he gave me time off when we did do stuff. Oh, so yeah, that was kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, one of the big things we did when I was working there, we did that flyleaf tour. So mm-hmm. he let me leave for a month and a half or two months or whatever it was. Yeah. And it was totally fine. That's dope. Um, so like from there, like I stopped working there and I went and worked at this other place as kind of like a service advisor as mm. at a, another mechanic shop. You know what I mean? Just kind of yeah, telling people on stuff. And then when we, in 2013, when like the whole year, 10 year anniversary of page Avenue was all coming up. Like I was like, all right, cool. I'm quitting this job. We're going to fucking start touring again. Yeah. And then we toured a little bit and then it stopped. (laughs) (laughs) So like, you know, and then I had my second kid in 2014. So I was like, dude, I, you know, I had to find other work. So I, you know, for a summer, I think I did like some construction stuff. I learned how to build decks. Damn. (laughs) So like I was just trying to do whatever to make some money, you know? And then, cause if you ask anyone in my band, I'm the one that spends the most money. <laughs> I always have all of the cool stuff. Yeah. Like you could, Ryan, Ryan, I think likes to room with me because I always have all of the movies and all of the cables to hook up to the TV in the hotel room. And like, I have all the stuff. <laughs> so like, I just, you know, I just buy stuff and that's probably a downfall of mine while I needed to work a bunch while everyone else didn't. So, right. right. <laughs> but anyway, so like I, you know, I, I did all that stuff and I kind of, you know, worked my way into where I'm working now and I, I just kind of do accounting stuff. So like during this whole shutdown stuff, I was able to work luckily the whole time. Mm. I mean, I worked from home a lot in the beginning and, you know, it just, I was, I'm lucky in what I do currently to have like a steady paycheck and stuff um so that's great but i mean other than that i do that i come home i got a couple kids my wife yeah um, dad time dad time you know all my trips got canceled this year yeah we were supposed to go to savannah in march um we were all like me and like 24 people were supposed to go to mexico in june for my 40th which is in september damn and then last week we were supposed to be in Disney. <laughs> so like everything toast. So yeah. I have a camper, which is rad. So I, I've been able to go camping a few times. Damn. You do um, have a bunch of shit. 
yeah, I, it's it's a problem. <laughs> That's awesome. No, dude. I, yeah, I had to cancel a couple flights and like, so I've got all these like miles saved up, you know, or whatever uh-huh. like flights saved up. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm not going anywhere in the next year. I'm like, what mm-hmm. am I gonna do? It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like genius of the. They're like, dude, we'll give you. You guys can fly whenever you want in the next year. I, you can, you know what? I'll even you could fly around the world if you want. Because like, yeah, you can offer some shit when you know nobody's gonna take you up on it. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. So like, yeah, we that Mexico trip like we rescheduled for next June, same time frame. Yeah, wow. It's kind of like, hey. I mean, I, I have already paid my money for it, so yeah. it's not like I'm... Those are the best vacations. Not, where you, yeah, well, it's not like yeah. I had the money sitting here and I still had yeah. to pay it. Right, right, right. I made sure to pay it off like long before we... I paid it off in like September of last year. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I just wanted to get this out of my brain. Right. Like, it's paid for. I don't got to worry about it. Right. But, so, I mean, and I would say 95% of the people rebooked for next year. So, I mean... Here's yeah, so that we get something happening. <laughs> so like, yeah, rebookings. Uh, Story of the year has had multiple shows on the books yeah. and then rebooked and then now canceled again. And not like you guys are are special in that regard. Like that's what everybody seemed to be doing. And even like we know we both we both listen to all the comedy podcasts. You get, you know, you get mm-hmm. uh, Callan and uh, and what's his nuts go out Shop. there and Shab go out and get fucking COVID. <laughs> In one yeah. show, um, yeah. Or Rogan goes out to a show and he comes back and he's like, "I'm canceling everything else. That was just too weird." It's like, um, yeah. it feels right now like, um, to okay. I'm like locked the fuck down right now, so I have a very uh, maybe yeah. skewed perspective. But like, I just think it's wild to think about doing anything for the next year or two. You know, so yeah. I was always crazy when it's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're rebooking in September or whatever. And I'm like, I, guys, I don't think I think this is going to be. Well, yeah, thing, I mean, right? our stuff. Yeah, I mean, our stuff got booked back to December now, and I, that probably won't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like I don't. For our band, and I'm pretty sure the other three guys feel the same way for how we are as a live band. <laughs> we can't go play to like a half a room. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? It's just not right. It, it's not worth it. It's you can't not have worth, people six feet apart from each other, like yeah, enjoying a Sodi show. You know? Yeah, it's not like we're you know like this laid back like jazz band where like you can just do that. It's right. just a, it's a high energy show, and you know we you know the crowd and the band feed off each other. Yeah. So it's you know until it's right, I we're just gonna fucking keep postponing it. Right. Because it's not you know it's different because the shows we. Bu- we've been postponing are here in St. Louis. Yeah. 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 So, so you're it's not like, leaving, yeah, yeah. It's not like, okay, well we got to push, you know, this one out till next summer and right. we can kind of keep yeah, inching it along. Yeah. So at least and, you're on the books so that when things do reopen and it feels safe, you, you're not like, Oh, I guess we got to wait six months until. Yeah. 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 So it's like, you know, and we'll, and you know, I, if it keeps happening, I'm sure eventually we'll like, you know, just It'll be say, like six okay. years from now, you'll be like yeah, hey, most anticipated show. <laughs> We've had four albums since then, but uh, we're still doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's weird, man. And it, it's I'm excited bummer. for you guys to get into like the, the live feed thing. I know that maybe that is on the horizon. And like, if you guys figure that out, like, I think that will be such a special thing 
for people. And like, you know, there's so many people, fans that you guys have. I mean, you guys are an international touring band. There's like people in fucking weird ass markets that like, you know what yeah. I mean? And you guys will probably yeah. take it a lot more seriously because it's all that you can do rather than like, Hey, we're going to do an internet show. You know, like you might yeah, like half ass I mean, it. Like this is, it'll probably be a pretty rad thing you guys do. Yeah. I mean, I I've seen a few of them that people have done and they're cool. Yeah. But like, I think the way that we want to do it, it's not just us playing. Yeah. It's like, it's all, almost like we want to make it look like a long music video. Oh, cool. Where, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of a, yeah. the brief ideas. I'm not, I'm not the super idea man for the band. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> I interject with things and go, you know, whatever, but like, that's a dumb idea, Adam. Uh, anybody <laughs> i'm not a, I, i'm equal I, opportunity <laughs> yeah i'm always like i might not have an answer for the 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 you know my saying now that's probably not great but i remember when we shot the miracle video and i was oh, like yeah hey, i want you guys to like rub uh like uh mud all over your faces you were like simpsons did it i'm like oh <laughs> fuck okay here's josh <laughs> shooting down all my ideas yeah i you know i i just i'm not I'm not if I get outvoted on something, I'm totally fine. Yeah. But I can't just sit there and go, Well, if I don't agree with something, I'm just gonna sit here and not say anything. Oh yeah. That's no, not I, me. I no, can't right. do it. Yeah, that's but, a, there are people like that, right? But yeah, I'm the same yeah, way. Yeah. But with the streaming stuff, like the streaming shows and stuff, we wanna make it a little bit more than just like a few cameras looking at a stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know how it's going to end up turning out, but we're, we're working on all that stuff right now. So, cool. um, I, I think it's going to be fine. I mean, it'll be, it'll be weird, but like we all, it's a weird time. Me, yeah. It's weird. And we, but we all like being with each other and like playing shows and stuff. So it's, yeah, it's not like, you know, we're not, we have fun yeah. on stage, whether six, six people, excuse me, Jesus Christ, Sorry. what'd you drink? I would just beer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, we have fun with each other on stage. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I'm sure you'll watch the streaming thing and me and Ryan will be laughing at each other. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just, that's just how we are normally, even in, like, practice. Right. So, it, it's, it's going to be weird. But, I mean, what else are you going to do? Right. You know, I, I think with doing something like this, it kind of like kickstarts like things as far as like album, <clears throat> new music, yeah. you, you know, just being together and like doing things, rehearsing, like playing music together. Like we haven't been in a room and played music together really in a long time. We did that rage cover, which, which was, was rad because we were great. in the studio and it was cool. Yeah. But like, you know, we didn't practice the song together because we all know the no, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was no need to, you know, really rehearse it together. Like we all did it on our own and we individually recorded it and then that was it. Okay. Yeah. So like, you know, but being together and playing music together in the same room, we haven't done that in a long time. Damn. So doing that, it, it just, it just, Starts yeah, propelling starts the things snowball, forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I, that's dude. That's what this like with me kind of like trying to get this fucking podcast going again is like. Yeah, you just kind of like make you set the date. You're like, ah, oh, 
the last fucking thing I want to do is like get this, you know, figure out this new thing, but you do it and then, and then things mm-hmm. start rolling. And then Josh Wills call you and goes, Hey, I'm ready to do the podcast. And you're like, Oh fuck. All right. People are booking yeah. themselves now. It's perfect. Like, yeah. I mean, we talked about doing it like six months ago. I know. I know. And I was like, well, we couldn't get like a date figured out. And you were like, well, let's talk about January. And then we didn't <laughs> dude. Well, I know. And here's the thing. Like, um, I've been, uh, honestly like really bummed out about I'm like I put all this like you know time and money into this like whole podcast thing and like just this effort and thought and I'm like it's just um it's had to take a back seat to just like you know I gotta pay bills and like find work and all that but um I finally like had this epiphany of like oh I'm gonna make this a positive thing like if I'm not able to meet with people in person and like we were talking about uh, a lot of like you know not to like zoom but anything like internet shit uh internet podcasts sound like shit um yeah and i'm like so if i can just try to get them to sound better maybe Mm -hmm. not perfect but better now i have the ability to like meet with josh in my the whole thing we we couldn't get together is because of our schedules and i'm like dude well and then you can't come into i didn't have the garage yet so you'd like have to come to my house and then at at night then my fucking dog would bark and wake my kids up Uh all the shit like now it's like oh dude we're just doing it here like we could go for hours at like yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can like, you know, Adam is always like, oh, I could get you so-and-so on the podcast. I could get you so-and-so on the podcast. And I'm like, yeah, when they fucking come in town, like, what do you mean you can get them on? Yeah. it's yeah. But now he could, you know what I mean? Like now oh, it's yeah. like just motherfuckers are sitting around bored. It's like hop on the podcast and let's talk for a little bit, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, I, I don't remember if Ryan talked about it or not, but we're thinking about doing our, you know as a, a story of the year kind of thing Ooh. podcast so yeah, exclusive jordan Fields yeah. exclusive. so that that's i mean that's kind of in the works um we've been talking about it for months yeah but as with anything with our band it's <laughs> we talk about it for a long time before anything happens <laughs> so you know for one reason or another whether it's you know we schedules or you know we have you know obviously i work adam works like we all do our own thing yeah it's not just if we were on a tour bus together all the time it's different yeah. but you know when we come home to st louis we scatter and then you know we all got our own lives and kids and all the stuff so well there's no but, there's uh, no way that you can keep this whole thing going without being like sort of family you know what i mean and oh yeah and so it's kind of cool that you guys have been able to like you know stay together and like um i don't know it, it seems like you guys have all kind of been rejuvenated and like it doesn't seem like covid's really gonna break that up if anything maybe just no, like strengthen it you know it, it for sure and i mean like like for me as you know when we took that break or whatever was that a break I, or was it just like did it just happen naturally it was this kind of a scheduled break okay like you know as far as like we did that flyleaf tour and on that flyleaf tour, we kind of decided to like, Hey, we need to take a step back. Damn. We don't want to run this into the ground. Yeah. You know, when we don't have to, I was bummed because like out of everybody, I didn't have like a musical venture to go to. Uh, okay. Like Adam went and did drugs. Phil and Ryan went and did Greek fire. Drugs, the band, not just uh, did a bunch of drugs. Yeah. And he might've done drugs. <laughs> I doubt it, but you know, but then like, you know, Dan had fuck off and dies. Like yeah. I didn't have anything. Right. I tried to play with like a couple people once and it just, you know, it's not the same. It, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't for me. Like yeah. I've been, you know, I've been playing music with Ryan since, 
94. Wow. You know what I mean? Like we, it's just, it's been like that for years and years and years. And same with Dan. And, you know, Dan came in a couple of years later, like me and Ryan were in like, you know, if you want to, we were in like a, a mid nineties kind of emo band. Yeah. And then what was the name of that band? Uh, it's called means. Well, it was me, Ryan, uh, guy was in my grade named Ben. He was a singer, a friend, Mark and our friend Kerf. Like, you know, we, it was just an emo band. Like yeah, I yeah. grew up, you know, not grew up. I don't want to say grew up, but like, that was the music I was into at the time. Sure. Like I was in the sunny day real estate and mineral and yeah. All those emo bands from like the early mid nineties. Yep. That was like my, my shit other than like, I run the gambit. So like, I also listen to like lots of rap and you know yeah. what I mean? I'm all over the place, but yeah, that was where, you know, I learned how to really play music in that kind of genre. Yeah. So, but Ryan was in that band for a while when he was in the band, we sounded a little bit more like pumpkins. And then <laughs> he left to start 67 North which was like a, God, what would you call it? it was, you know, like a, a new metal kind of like rap core band. Yeah. That's funny. So, that's funny. There was a lot of rap core or like, Oh yeah. Like little pieces of rap sneaking their way. And you're like, uh, like I remember like a dare. was like, you know, disturbing the pieces, oh, yeah? like my favorite band. And, uh, and then I'm like, Oh, was Rob doing a little rap in there? You know, like, uh-huh. uh, you know, well, I, when they were, but okay. So 67 North, morphed into big blue monkey okay and big blue monkey i would like they would cover like deftones and limp biscuit and i would sing and was dan playing drums dan, okay yeah dan was playing drums okay and you were singing john taylor was the singer but i would come in and do covers because <laughs> like i knew all of like the deftones parts and like limp biscuit and the rap parts and stuff <laughs> yeah so like there's videos out somebody has videos out there of like me doing that stuff and it's I've seen a few of it and it's embarrassing. That's but hilarious. That's I great. knew all like I knew all the words. Yeah, yeah. Like there were like, you know, that's just what I you know, I yeah. did that. And then for a short period of time when my band was my Meanswell band was kind of like kind of falling apart a little bit, I was learning how to play guitar. And I was going to be a second guitar player in 67 North or Big Blue Monkey. Oh, wow. Yeah. But then I broke my arm skateboarding. So that kind of went out the window. <laughs> and then eventually, like, Dan and Ryan called me and said, hey, so do you want to come play drums? That's funny. <laughs> and I hadn't played drums in, like, two years. I had stopped. Wow. Yeah. So, like, they asked me to play. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't, Sure. I remember my first time seeing Big Blue Monkey was at um was at the Galaxy. Yeah. Greg Hopped was in the band. Okay. Um there was balloons that were suspended uh above okay. that were pulled down. Um it was Is that when we changed our name? No, 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 no. This is before that. I think this okay. was this was the re- maybe it'd been like the CD release of the Big Blue Monkey, uh, what what was that? The EP like with the blue. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, plate, yeah. You know? Story of the year. Story of the year. Okay, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When yeah, I yeah. give you the finger, and I remember, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and I remember, you know, uh, Nick Lambrew, right? Yeah. 
So Nick t- took me there. Um, Nick was like my like big my older brother of like cool stuff. He'd be like, "This this band's called Deftones. Check this out." Like he'd be like, "I play a game called Lacrosse. You should play this shit with me." Okay. <laughs> anyway, he took okay, me to that Nick. show, and uh, and he uh, he was like, "Hey, guess what I'm doing right now?" I was like, "What?" And he goes, "Peeing." He was standing. <laughs> At the front, like at the, uh, what do you call oh, that? The ba- <laughs> like where the barricades are. And uh-huh. he was just peeing. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Did the, the galaxy have barricades? Well, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like where barricades would be. Except- you mean like the, sta- the stage front? Yeah, the stage front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah. got smashed into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was just open. And so he just yeah. had his dick out just peeing underneath the stage. Oh, my God. And I remember just being like, oh, hanging out with older kids is so cool. You know? <laughs> How old were you? I was like, uh, I must have been 15, 16, maybe 15, 16. How old are you now? 33. No, I'm 31. You're 31. Did you say 33 and then say 31? Yeah, I mean, I was born in 87. So how old does that make me? 31, right? My no, wife's 33. I'm 33. We, I was born in 80. I'm about to be 40. I genuinely can't remember how old I am right now. 87. You're, you're, you're you're 32, 33, somewhere in there. January. I uh, know I'm 31. January right? of 87. Does that make my wife's 35? Oh, you're oh. 33, dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's depressing. Hey, 87. I'm about to be 40. Yeah, but that's like a thing. My neighbor's having a 40, 40th birthday party right now, actually. Nice. Shout out to 40 year olds. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. So, like. Yeah, but anyway, that so that was like, dude, that show. Um, that was the that for me that was the moment for your band. You were playing drums in the band. Yeah. Um where I was like, "Oh, this is like it was the same feeling that I had when I saw The Urge. It was like you guys in The Urge was like, "Oh, this is a different thing than what I thought music was, you know?" Yeah. Like, and so like when things just like started rapidly happening for you guys, Mhm. I felt like I was like along for the ride and it was like nothing could, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, Oh, they moved to California. Oh, they recorded this, that three song EP that you guys had with like, yeah, sounded so it you took think? it like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you didn't, I didn't know that, it, that you guys could sound any better, you know? And then you heard that oh, yeah. and you were like, Holy shit. You know, well, the funny thing is, is like, it sounded so good, but like being who we were, we had problems with it. Oh, right. right, I mean, we're like in our early twenties. We think we know fucking everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that snare drum on page Avenue is so like abrasive and like, yeah, then I like it now. Right. But like then we're like, dude, so many people, I remember so many like music snobs talked about that album page Avenue and how like mm -hmm. fake it sounded. Mm -hmm. And which is so funny because what I heard is listen to how incredible it sounds, you know? Oh, yeah. But I mean, it, 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 it's I like just funny, how, like, you know. But yeah. I could see how it sounds fake. Yeah, yeah. But I, but but that's but that's what everything like that sounded then. Right. And, and don't and get now. me wrong. We weren't rad. <laughs> right. We weren't very good musicians back then, <laughs> all of us. So, like, there was lots of edits, I'm sure. You know, so, like, I think... I. The verses of Burning Years, Dan recorded. Falling Down, Dan recorded drums too. Oh, wow. But I couldn't, back then I couldn't play couldn't fast. Play it. Yeah, wow. That's crazy. Because I, I, I didn't grow up, I, I wasn't a punk guy. Right. There was like three punk bands that I liked ever. 
Yeah, and that, those like some of those beats, like those, da, 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 they're like such yeah, strange I, like things. If you're like, yeah. if you've never, yeah. I just it wasn't me. Yeah. Like I didn't play that kind of music. Right. So like I had to, I had to literally learn how to play our own song because I didn't record it. Well, that's cool because uh, that's kind of like what all music is now, right? Like you were on yeah. the forefront of. Because uh, <laughs> now well, I, I feel mean, like people even, just even, go in and just play like one, like gent music is just like one note, bang, and then they're like, "That's all I need you to do. We'll do the rest." Well, in post. Even, I mean, even now, like when we record now, like the past few song, the past few records, like other than in the wake, where we did so much pre-production, and like everything was. All the drums were tracked live. Yeah, because that and, was and that, your 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 like correction of the first album, right? You were like, yeah, we overcorrected hard. Yeah, I always yeah. I always talk about that with Ryan, and he's like, yeah, dude, I get that you don't fucking like it. Okay, like move on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want you to remember that I don't like that album. Okay, because some people yeah, love it, that fucking. All the guys no, that talk dude, shit on have, the first album love the yeah. second album. You know, oh for sure. Yeah, yeah, that for sure happens. Yeah. People want that heavy shit. They're like, I thought you guys fine. had Dimebag in the band, bro. And yeah. Ryan's like, I could do some Dimebag shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was a, that was a large Pantera influenced <laughs> record. Yeah. It's great. Too. Like, I love it. I like it more now because I feel like I'm more uh, worldly of music, you know? Uh-huh. But like, I remember just being like, why would you fix perfect? You know, like that first record was so fucking great. Why are you guys changing? You know? Yeah. I mean, we fixed some stuff, but like I tracked drums with everyone playing and like, Oh wow. It, it was, you know, who was the was uh, producer on that? Uh, Steve Evitz. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He, so, I mean, he did, we chose him because he had done Snapcase progression through and learning. He did saves the day through being cool. Like that's, you know, and he, that was the vibe we wanted um but like besides so like the you know black swan constant even Mm -hmm. wolves like i did stuff i mean i had the basic like bones of the song right but like i would change stuff as we recorded it yeah so like i'd have to go back and relearn everything sure so i would spend the next after the record was done I'd spend the next like month listening to it and listening to it and listening to it and make, cause I'm a big like perfectionist when it comes to. Yeah. You're always really, you're always super tight. Like I that's want, a thing that I notice, you know, live. Unless I'm, on. unless I'm like kind of drunk at a show <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dicking around. Yeah, yeah. I always want everything to be exactly like the record. Sure. I, and I, there's some stuff that I don't, play anymore because like it's weird to play just because as i've evolved as a drummer it's it's uncomfortable yeah yeah but like for the most part it's you know um i remember seeing finch uh on tour on their second uh like their sophomore album and they kind of like you guys had like they were like well we're better musicians now let's like write some tougher song you know more difficult Mm -hmm. songs and they had a they had an extra drummer on tour with them that would do like, like oh. snare rolls and just like weird shit. Like their their album had so many strange things. <laughs> yeah, I, I that may not be true, but I definitely remember it as being like seeing another dude like playing fills and stuff. Wow, <laughs> it was like mic'd up. Yeah, yeah. No, see, I'm I'm such like a stickler for that stuff that like because when I go see a show, yeah, like I want 
the drummer to play the shit that I love on the record. Yeah. I feel that so way like, about music in general. I don't, I don't like, uh, jam bands and yeah, I'm like, bro, I didn't, I want to see that thing that like a fucking see, million dollar producer helped you guys make perfect. Not like yeah, how certain, you're feeling right now, you know, certain bands. That's okay. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Anybody says you can make fun of me all you want. The early records. I, I like Dave Matthews band. I don't care what anybody says. Oh yeah, yeah, that, but that's like what they but do, right? They're that's like, what they do. Their songs so are go, made up that way, yeah. So yeah, when you go see them live and they go into like a four minute like thing where everybody does their own, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fantastic. Sure. But if I'm going to see like Rage or Deftones or like, yeah, I want that shit <clears throat> how I know it. And I and I understand that I'm a hypocrite in that aspect where it's like <laughs> you don't want to do the same shit every night. Right. I get it. Right. But like I when I when we play shows, I want it to I want when I play, I want it to be as close to the record as possible because I know there's other people out there like me. Yeah. That want it to be this. You That's know what cool. I mean? Yeah. I, it's just it's how my brain works and I, I can't not do that. It's, it's it's interesting that that like yeah that genre that you guys are in but like even the broader genre yeah that like whole jam bandy thing kind of that used to be why people went to live shows is like let's see how they do dark side of the moon you know or whatever like yeah no i want i want like, the sh- i want it to be how i listen to it at fucking home <laughs> yeah. you're like i just want to feel what it feels like to have my fucking chest explode in front of the speakers well yeah because nobody wants to go see a band and be singing along with it and then like he breaks off into some other shit and you're singing something else right. and like you oh, yeah. know like that, <laughs> yeah that's my biggest my biggest qualm with pumpkins yeah i love the records right he is fucking terrible live singing cuz he's kind of a terrible singer like the i yeah, talk but it but it works on the records yes 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 but what i'm saying is like um He's one of those guys. Okay, I always this is kind of talking shit on Rob Tweedy. Sorry in advance, Rob. I love you. Uh, I always felt like Adair was either going to disturbing the peace was either going to become the next Pumpkins or not. Like you had to buy into the fact that Rob had a weird voice, mm-hmm. and I loved his voice and loved everything about him and the whole band. But yeah. when I would show it to somebody and they'd be like, I don't fucking like this. Like I would understand that. And I'd be like, you're just not there yet, bro. I feel dude, like pumpkins not, was that way, you know? Yeah. Dude, I love Primus. So <laughs> yeah. Put it in that aspect. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I fucking love Primus. Yeah. No one in my else in my band likes Primus. Really? I fucking love them. Dude. Yeah. And like, especially like, Season cheese, pork soda, like those, like uh, Primus was my first show. Really? Wow. I was in eighth grade. It was the pork soda tour at American theater. Damn. That was my first, like my first like concert of like, I'm willing to go to this concert. My actual first concert was the monkeys when I was like seven. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My first show. (laughs) Yeah. Like where you go. Yeah. 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 Yeah, My sister took me like we were in the pit. Damn. Like some dude, some dude fucked with me. My sister punched this dude in the face. Whoa. Like, How much older sister, is your sister? She's two and a half years. Damn. So that, that's where all of my musical influence came from. Yeah. My sister. Like, oh, I'm a, that's cool. I'm a giant fucking cure fan because of my sister. Yeah. Like I got into some hardcore because <laughs> of my sister. Like I saw my sister in the pit of a fucking Snapcase show. <laughs> like, up front, like fucking getting after it 
Like I was always so that, jealous of people with older siblings because you always knew that they liked better music than you. And I'm the oldest. Yeah. And I'm like, how else am I supposed to know about shit? You know, like <clears throat> I yeah, always well, felt we like were, I was behind, you know? Yeah. We were close enough to where it wasn't like weird. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? So like we had lots of the same friends. You're like, Ryan, is, what's wrong with Josh's Ryan sister? Date, <laughs> yeah. Ryan dated my sister. Oh, <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. So like it was, you know, it, it, we all hung out. Everybody hung out. We all worked at this fucking ice cream place and on page, like everything. <clears throat> so it was, I got a lot of my musical influence from my sister. Like here's this new band or she had friends that like would introduce us to bands. Like I had the, the first corn sampler tape oh, with wow. like clown and blind on it. It was Damn. like a two-sided like tape. Don't you miss like a uh, physical yes. uh, exploration? <laughs> I do. I, 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 where's it at? Oh, it's all the way over there. I still have a giant racks of CDs. Yeah. But I, and I, there was a point like my new, I say my new car, but my car now doesn't have a CD player in it. It comes stock with right, no right. CD player. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. So it's like, there was a when my last car had one and I was like, well, I'm going to put all of this in a fucking CD book again and yeah. listen to it. Cause it sounds better. You think so? Oh, it sounds, if you, if you put a CD in, Oh, like versus like streaming off your phone or well, something. Versus like Spotify or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. even, yeah. like even MP3s on like your fucking iTunes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like it sounds so much better. Yeah. It's yeah. full, it's thick, like it, it's it's got this different sound. And I went through a time period. I was like, I'm just going to put this stuff in my car. I, I'm just going to, but then I never did. But, you know, it is what it is. But it, it, I miss that looking through the CD book, <laughs> like trying to like decipher, like what's this and who who did this and what. what are and like going lyrics? to a show and walking out, like holding this. You remember shows back in the day of like, you go to a show, there'd be like four bands on the bill, and you only knew the third band playing or the headliner. But yeah. there'd be like an opener, and you were like, those guys were wild. And you could just go buy their CD, and then like you're like in the car, in the back of the car, your friend's driving, and you're just like flipping through it, being like, oh, look at this wild artwork. Like, Yeah, man. I mean, that's I, there's still exploration, but it's not like – it's it's like taken for granted because you can do it at any time. So it, it doesn't like encapsulate the moment as well. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, like I can I, remember that show that I went to that I was talking about with you guys because I bought the fucking CD and I had it and I was like, Oh look, it's like a license plate of Missouri. Well, like, you know, like yeah, just these the weird memories burned in the last show I went to where I did that. I mean, it's been God fucking seven, eight, nine years. I saw mute math. Oh, at the band. pageant yeah and the a band opened for them called as tall as lions sure and they were so good yeah so good and we went and bought and see we bought the cd and the cd underwhelmed uh, and it was such a bum out <laughs> that's the worst yeah <laughs> it, like, i mean it had <laughs> it has a couple really good songs on it yeah it is for it's this song called we's been waiting it sounds so it's it's such a cool sounding song because it's got like a super like dope like New Orleans vibe. Okay. And like me and my wife are like big New Orleans fans. Like we we pre COVID we would go there like once a year. Wow. Because we just love it there. 
I would move there if I could. No. No. Okay. I would. We wouldn't even go there. And we. I mean, we would drink, but it's not like we were on fucking Bourbon Street. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like we would go to the offshoots and then walk around and look at the architecture and all this stuff. We just love it there. I dude, I've never been to New Orleans. Ah, it's so good. So there's this famous jazz band called the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. Okay. And it is. It, the first time I saw them, it was life changing. Really, it, 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 you you wait in line for like an hour. Yeah, like, like, like a right residency out. someplace or something. Well, they, so yeah, they 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 play every night. Yeah, and they do three four sets a night, but you don't ever know which version of the jazz band you're getting. Oh, cool, cool. So there's there's the jazz band that has CDs. They're the ones that tour. Yeah, those members. The first time we went there, I saw them. And that's like winning the lottery. You get the oh, uh, dude! It was amazing. Yeah. I haven't seen that lineup since. Wow! And I've seen him six, seven times now. So they so, got like a blue man group kind of thing going. Kind of, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, there's hundreds of members of the Preservation Has Band. Yeah, there's hundreds of members. Wow. So like, you know, you wait in line for an hour, two hours, however you want to like break it up. Sure. And like, you go in this room, and like. You you either sit on the floor, you sit on these like benches, or you stand in the back, depending on where you are in line. Wow! And they only let a certain amount of people in. There's no drinks. Wait, all venues are like that though. But anyway, go ahead. Well, you, you know what I'm saying though. Like it's it's <laughs> yeah. no, there's no <laughs> yeah. there's no like select seating. It's just yeah yeah yeah. You get there and if you're way in the back of the line, you're either sitting on the floor, or you're standing way in the back. <laughs> yeah. So. You do all that, and then like they come on, they play like a forty-five minute set, and I'm not even like a giant jazz fan. Yeah, but they're but just it, like that good. It's so good, <clears throat> and it's just the environment you're in. You know, if you drink, you've had a few drinks, like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's just, and I the first time we went, I sat on the fucking floor, and I'm six two, and it was uncomfortable as fuck. <laughs> but it was amazing. Damn, you know, I've seen them like five six seven times now and the last time no, not the last time time for it I, I got to meet dave grohl and we're back here with josh wills uh welcome <laughs> to the second half of the show <laughs> um we were talking about your love for new orleans uh oh yeah so uh no, so so yeah. we were so we were down there and uh we were doing that uh warped rewind at sea that cruise oh yeah oh yeah it was, I, I don't remember what year it was. It was three, four, five years ago, whatever now. But uh, because I love New Orleans so much, I went down there. So we left like on a Saturday. I went down on like a Thursday night. Hmm. I, I worked, left at noon. Me, Grady, not Grady. He wasn't even there. Me, Gabe, who was supposed to be my drum tech for the, the run. Uh, bon and... Who the hell else rode in my car? There was four of us. Anyway, we drove like oh AG AG came. We drove straight through. Like I fuck I got from St. Louis to New Orleans in like nine hours. Damn. I flew because I was like, we got to get there before like a certain time, and you know we're gonna go out and do all the stuff. I think Phil was already there. He flew down. So we went down there. We met up the first night. We all hung out. Um, Dan and Ryan drove down in the van with 
their wives and then they drove through like this fucking storm the whole way oh fun <laughs> like cool anyway i was like so okay so f- you know if if we got there on thursday i was like friday night i'm going to see preservation hall i want you guys to come with me it's going to be fucking rad trust me friday night comes around people who were there thursday were super tired they were taking naps this this and this ag was the only one that came with me so what I do when we go to Preservation Hall now is if you're sh- if if you're going to the eight o'clock show, you get in line at seven. Okay. And you just get in the back of the line and you follow that seven o'clock crowd all the way up to the front and you go, I'm here for the eight. Oh shit. So you just stand there. Hot tip. So you're like first in line. Yeah. And you're right outside of um uh fuck. It's this Irish name. Oh, something. Okay. So, oh, Charlie. And they're famous. They're famous for hurricanes. Okay. So, and you can, and they know that people do this. You walk in and out of the bar. That's wild, right? Fun. You can get a drink and then you can go out into the oh, street. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the only reason I want to go. I Like, I just want to experience you that. You can just walk around. It doesn't fucking matter. It's great. Yeah. That's so, so like, cool. So, you can, me and AG are standing in line. We're going in and getting um, hurricanes the whole time or whatever. And it's, so, it's like an hour. Yeah. So, we're getting ready and they're getting ready to let everybody in. And I'm standing there talking to this like couple behind us and AG starts like hitting me on the arm. Dude, 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 dude. And I go, what? And he turns around and goes, look. And I look, the bass player of Foo Fighters walk in, who is the bass player of Sunny Day Real Estate. And then Dave Grohl walks in and I go, holy fuck. (laughs) So like we get in and I can't even watch the show. So like we're sitting there the whole time and I'm like looking around all the whole time going where's dave where's dave where's dave where's dave <sighs> finally i see him he comes out he's standing in the back he's watching the show whatever and i had already planned on getting a shirt for my wife and like so the way it works there is like when, when you walk in it's like a weird like alcove it's like an alleyway so i like so with new orleans like it's like there's alleyways and there's like a garden section, like a courtyard okay, on the, most sure. of the buildings there. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> the the alley, like, you know, the alcove or whatever is where their merch is. Okay, So gotcha. I was like, I got to go out there and get that. I'm going to get this before the crowd lets out Yeah, and whatever. So he's standing out there. So I go buy her a shirt. Oh, yeah. And I'm standing there and I'm I've had enough drinks to where I'm like, I got a little bit of confidence in me. You're like, I play I go, drums. I say, uh, he's standing there, and I go, I got to go say something. Yeah. I have to say something. Right. So I go, and I just start talking to him. I talked to him like 15 minutes. Oh, and shit. And it was fucking rad. Because we had met him before, like, in 04. Yeah. We did, like, a radio show with Foo Fighters in Atlanta. Wow. And he filmed, like, there's video footage of him saying some bullshit about, like, story of the year. You know, we just had him say some stuff. I don't oh, think cool. we ended up using it for like the DVD or whatever, but I mentioned that I said we're going doing this warp tour thing. He was super rad, and I, AG like got a couple pictures of me talking to him or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then all then the show ended and everybody came out and saw Dave Grohl, and yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna take off now. <laughs> but it was the coolest fucking thing ever, and I texted like everybody who didn't come to the fucking show. You like? I was like, dude. <laughs> Yeah, he seems to be like like the like the grandfather of rock now. Not that he's old, he but just like the coolest person in music. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like he, like I don't think you could say father. I feel like grandfather is better because he seems 
wise yeah. beyond you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's like that wise person who you're just like he I saw something okay, this might not be real, but I saw it on Facebook, so I'm gonna say it is where he was like uh If it's on the internet, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> he he just had some quote about education and he was like if the uh director of uh of drum of the director of per- percussion had never played drums i don't think that i would be listening to their advice on how to play uh smells like teen spirit oh no that's a real quote yeah okay he, he really he, said he that just, shit he just wrote it it's yeah. about i Betsy just read DeVos. it yeah yeah and he said so if, well, yeah yeah so he says like so why are we listening to basically somebody who's never taught yeah right and uh because his mom was a teacher so he's like yeah yeah dude he's I don't care. He's the best. I agree. I agree. And he might have some fucking scary skeletons in his closet. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, fucking Dave Grohl. Yeah. And he's the coolest person ever. Yeah. I would like Michael Jackson status somewhere. You're like, it's fine. Whatever you did. I still like your music, dude. 100%. <laughs> not he's, that we're, we're not. And I, don't, I don't. I think if something with him, it would have came out by now. Yeah. 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 The Foo Fighters are so big and Dave Grohl is so popular that somebody would have tried to like cash in on like right. some wrongdoings. Isn't it crazy that he's like the best guitar player for a rock band and then the best drummer for a grunt? Like he's the best yeah. of two totally different things. I know. It just makes like guys like him make me just feel like a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Well, that, like, I mean, like I'll never be being a drummer. <laughs> yeah. Like, I go, I mean, I could play a little bit of guitar. Yeah, yeah. But I can't play that kind of guitar. <laughs> right. <laughs> Granted, I don't practice the guitar. Right. But like I know I know bits and pieces of about seven hundred songs, but I can't play you a full song all the way through. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I just know I know little things. Yeah, just, little stuff around the guitar uh, the campfire, you know? You're like Yeah, not, I can't even I I wouldn't even bring an acoustic to a campfire. Oh, so you're not a douchebag? That's cool. Yeah. You're you're not <laughs> You're not going to get a full song from me. <laughs> yeah. I'm always suspect of somebody that can play a full song and they brought their own guitar at a camp out. You're like, I always want to because I want to be that guy. Just being like, hey, man, I'm just going to play it. While, while you guys are talking, I'm going to play this song. <laughs> I'm just going to be the soundtrack to your night, fellas. Yeah, but I can't do it. You're going to hear like a little bit of tool. You're gonna hear a riff from Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, they don't sound as cool some... on a fucking acoustic yeah. guitar. You're gonna hear a little bit of Fugazi. Like, you're, I, I know bits and pieces of a bunch of different shit. That's fun. I didn't. I'm just piecing this together right now. I think that's why I was never a big fan of uh, play guitar at a thing. It's because like all the music that I listened to was like single note, like single string, like not gonna sound cool on a fucking acoustic. Yeah, I don't know how to play chords. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I can play them, but I don't want to play like you know what I mean. Like we're not playing Creedence Clearwater Revival. At the, you know I don't know. No, like one of my favorite bands. I you know however you want to judge it. I love the Beatles. I grew up with them. Sure. So like I tried to learn how to play the Beatles stuff on guitar. I go, I can't play this because you got to know chords. <laughs> the I Beatles was the very first, the Beatles is literally the only band that my dad listens to. Like really, he got me started off right. listening to the Beatles and then just failed miserably at giving me anything else. He's like, yeah, everything yeah. else is bullshit. I lucked out in that aspect where like other than Adam, I don't think like Ryan's parents or Dan's parents were like big music buffs. Hmm. So like my dad plays guitar. Hmm. So like I grew up with like everything 
Yeah, like, such a head start. My dad, my dad was a giant like Eric Clapton fan. So was my mom. So like, I grew up with all that shit, all that seventies, sixties, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I grew up with all of it. Mm-hmm. So I lucked out in that aspect of it that I, but I didn't appreciate it till later in life. Yeah, like I didn't really start appreciating the Beatles until like two thousand two, because mm. it was a year after George Harrison died. And there's this DVD, it's called The Concert for George. And it's all these people that knew George Harrison, like Eric Clapton orchestrated it, and they do all of like all these George Harrison songs. Oh, cool. All these Beatles songs that George wrote. And like it is I watched it and I like I was so like into it that I really did like a reverse like deep dive into the Beatles. Oh, cool. I, I mean, I there was a year straight where I only listened to the Beatles for like long periods of time. They have such a discography that it's like you can oh, really yeah. fill it up. Yeah, and, and you know, it's the early stuff is cool, but it's not what it's, once it's like you hit, pop. Like, yeah, it's like three. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like once you hit like Revolver mm-hmm. is where I got into. Like, I really did like a super deep dive into it, and you just I started appreciating all of it a lot more. So it it's just weird how that stuff happens. Yeah. I remember I was like in seventh grade and I got this, uh, this album called Beatles one. It was mm-hmm. like a red back with a big number one. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was like 25 their- number one songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Why? Well, you know, it's funny. It's like, I get it that people don't aren't into them. Yeah. I get it. Well now. That, yeah. 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 I mean, you, there's always those people that aren't going to like them just because, they're the Beatles. They're the, right, 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 right. Yeah. And it's just that that's that. I respect that attitude, you know, of like, fuck, I, fuck acknowledging I, the one truth in the world. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, everybody agrees the Beatles are awesome. Fuck you. I, that's nah, cool. I, I don't like that shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's one thing to not like the music, but like, you have to appreciate what they did for it. Oh, yeah. For sure. And don't get me wrong, like, there wasn't anything like them. <laughs> But I, it's like it's a weird like argument. There wasn't a whole lot happening like that. Yeah. So they're gonna be that band. But I understand that their shit isn't complicated either. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Early yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's the thing that people don't know about them. Well, I guess not people, but some people is that they were just like a pop band. Like they just were like a pop band, like ever, you know. And then I guess they were like, "Fuck this, let's do." You know, weird shit. Some weird shit. Yeah, let's well, do ha- some okay, weird so drugs. There, and- there's this book called Here, There, and Everywhere by Jeff Emmerich, who was the studio engineer for all their records. Okay. And he wrote a book, and, like, it tells you everything. Wow. All the shit that, like, all the experimentation that they did, the stuff that, hey, I want this to sound like this. So <clears> he would have to, like, make up stuff and, like. Yeah configure microphones in certain ways and do all this stuff to you know and it, you read that stuff and then you go listen to the songs and you're like oh yeah I, one uh little factoid that i always thought was cool is like you know it's such primitive recording like methods by today's standards they mm-hmm. would like punch in the snare drum on stuff mm-hmm. to like make it pop more and like yep. that was like pretty like a uh, wild idea back in the well, day. They were doing four track back then. Yeah. Yeah. So well, they, that and, and the way that they, 
had to record and like, cause they kept bouncing things down. Right. And like to be able to do that and still mix it to where it sounds like full. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Like, and then like, but that's like weird. obvious now, but like, I guess back then that was like a no, pretty wild yeah. idea. Right. It was like to just well, like keep bouncing stuff down onto new, you know, keep layering and layering and layering. And then you'd layer so much. You're like, fuck, we can't even hear this, the snare drum anymore. Just well, punch yeah, that and in, the, you know? There's like weird little factoids in that book. So like, if you go back and listen to a day in the life, the last like big, like piano chord at the very end of the song, mm-hmm. if you ha- listen to it with headphones on, and you listen to it long enough, you hear like a creak. And in the book, they talk about how they did that a couple times, that last chord, and the best sounding one still had, because it was all of them hitting the like these different chords on pianos. Yeah. And you hear like a creak because like George Harrison like shifted when he was sitting on like the seat. <laughs> it's just like weird shit like that that it's so interesting yeah. that you're like, oh my God, like uh, just weird stuff. I just, I, I, I'm a big fan of anything like that like inside baseball stuff yeah 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 like once you get into yeah 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 Yeah, it's uh dude it it, it's 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 a really 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 good book if you're into that kind of stuff you just because there's such like a prolific band you know a lot about them but like their recording sessions were like closed like nobody they didn't even like allow record people record like personnel in wow it was like them the engineer the producer and like their two like roadies that's the only people that they allowed into their recording sessions i wonder if that was um i guess that was special back in the day like that was not how yeah well yeah no that's what especially especially when they got big enough to where they could like be like no fuck you yeah yeah, yeah. you yeah. can't come in yeah that's cool we're the fucking beatles hey. you know we're gonna do well you know we're gonna do some shit yeah <laughs> yeah we'll be all right we don't need yeah. your fucking ideas yeah um let's uh change directions real quick have yeah. you heard about birds not being real excuse me uh this is a hot thing i'm just i'm kind of okay <laughs> breaking news today that um Did you say Birds? Birds aren't real. Yeah, uh, we'll get into it. But but I want to preface it by this: Did you hear that the uh, the de- defense department um, released that uh, that you remember how there were those like uh, videos of those like little flying orbs that like Tom mm-hmm. DeLong was like it's proof of aliens. Like they yeah. released it like those were real, actually real alien, uh, not from Earth, not made. from Earth. Yeah, and that there is a, a a craft that has been in their possession or recovered that is not made from like. Yeah. They're not saying they're aliens, but what the they're fuck? They're just saying else? it's not it's not made of material from Earth. Yeah. So when so when you <laughs> when you preface this conversation with that, what, is it such a far reach to say that birds aren't real? Um, I got invited to this Facebook group. Let me read you this uh, this thing. <laughs> this is great because I'm going to join. <laughs> Uh, birds went extinct in the fifties. This is a real movement, by the way. Like this is it's, a real it's like, thing. No, the, like legit movement. Yeah, like the like space isn't real. The Earth is flat. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, birds went extinct in the nineteen fifties, and the government replaced them with spy drones that look like birds. 
Get with the program or get out. All discussions should revolve around the fact that birds aren't real. Rules. One, please keep all posts relevant to the fact that so-called birds are actually government surveillance drones. We encourage lively debate about nature, purpose, and use of these drones. We also welcome the bird curious in our group, but please do not post any pro-bird propaganda. Hold on. So here's where, okay. Uh, all birds. Yeah, they're all dead. They died in the 50s. So you're, what you're telling me is. If it flies, fi- it spies. Okay. So in the 50s, they were able to lab generate. You're sounding pretty pro bird right now, my friend. Choose your next words carefully. Okay, so I'm just throwing this out here. Okay, okay, okay. In the 50s, back then, when computers were the size of buildings. Only 70 years ago. Yeah, go ahead. They were able to generate and create like bio-organic things that are spies that you can also kill and eat. No, what I think is... um First no, 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 of all, no. you've never eaten a bird before. I've eaten plenty of birds. Never I've eaten, eaten a bird. Fucking duck. That's not a bird. It's it's not. No, it doesn't fly. That's a different thing. Yeah. And uh, okay. And here's here's all all that I'm saying is I think that they probably did have these giant uh, spy devices called quote unquote birds. You know that like our grandparents were like, oh yeah, there's a bird and it was like a fucking, you know, rhinoceros, but like they're old and they just kind of forgot about shit. And then they just Photoshopped all the birds to be smaller, you know, like with machine learning and stuff, Google just went through and just like made all the, I mean, I'm just saying like, what about the birds in my backyard? Those are, well now look at your phone. I mean, your phone is this big, like that clearly you could have a bird this size. Think about all the, yeah, the birds are all. What about the people that like go duck hunting and, uh, things like that. Um, do you have you ever gone duck hunting? No, but I know people who have. And have you think I've you know eaten. them? They're definitely double agents. I've they're federal duck. agents. They're probably not. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, dude. If you see duck meat, like duck meat looks like it's, every other kind of meat. There's no way that you know it's coming from a bird. I disagree. <laughs> All right. Rule two on the topic of pro bird propaganda. We do not allow posts that try to prove the existence of quote unquote birds by showing uh, so th- doctored pictures of birds having flesh or entrails. We also do not allow pictures of dead animals. Three. <laughs> Finally. I'm going to start a website that or a Facebook group with a belief and say rule two. You can't post anything that contradicts what I want. <laughs> yeah. That should be rule one. But yes. <laughs> It's a private Facebook group, so they can do whatever they want. I'm That's just trying to fucking hilarious, dude. I'm trying to mine. Um, I'm trying to mine good T-shirt designs, and I feel dude, like talking about birds not being real, dude. It's this. We live in a world. Where that's a uh, real, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of trolls in that group, but like a lot oh, of people have to be. for real <laughs> believe that. Well, there's a lot of people that believe a lot of weird shit. I know. And I don't claim to know everything. I know. But like, damn. <laughs> I know. And it, But what's weird is like you can get in these echo chambers where you're just talking to a bunch of other birds aren't real people and you could just keep going. Kind of like how. We all do in like politics. You're like, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, how, yeah. about, how about Trump's 
big piece of shit, right? Oh, yeah, he's a big piece of shit. Like, let's just keep going down on what a piece. Yeah, we all are just patting each fun. other on the back of, like, how, you know, smart we are. Yeah. These birds aren't real people are doing the same thing. That's fucking hilarious. But, like, I've heard a bunch of weird shit, and that that's not the weirdest thing I've heard. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> fucking aliens being real is weirder to me, to be honest. But, um no, I believe that more than I believe birds aren't real. <laughs> no, I know. I do too, but only because I've been listening to songs about aliens for a long time, and I just have never had a chance to you think about angels birds and airwaves. I, I actually have, I can't name you one Angels and Airwaves I, song. I can't either. But I love uh, Aliens Exist. See, uh, you know, the Blink-182 song, I feel mm-hmm. like Tom DeLonge has been planting these little alien <laughs> Seeds? Yeah. <laughs> For a long Tom time, is an is an alien, dude. In the okay, hundred percent, he is an alien. And <laughs> in the uh, in the fucking like New York, whatever fucking place I read this article about uh, the shit, Tom DeLong was mentioned by name in this article about how aliens are real. They were like, and uh, a frontman for the rock band Blink One Eighty Two, Tom DeLong, like he actually had a hand in getting this information out to the oh, public. Man. Isn't that crazy? And that band, Blink is like, Mark and Travis are probably like, this fucking guy has just got to shut the fuck up. We cannot be in a band with him if he keeps talking about fucking aliens. You think he called them and he was like, bros, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's stupid now, so. bros? <laughs> I hope so. Right? Yeah, it, it, it's, that's, aliens being real is more plausible than birds not being real. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's for sure. I just feel like now all like anti-vaxxers are going to be like, see, see, nobody knows anything, you know? Oh, my God. Everybody that thinks dumb shit now is going to be like, you know? I, it, it, it's astonishing to me, some of these people that like like anti-vaxxers and stuff. It's like, well, I mean, is, is polio rampant? <laughs> I know. I know. Like, <sighs> I, 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 you know. You don't have polio because you took vaccines when you were little. Yeah, but they don't remember taking them. It's the same thing of like, how can it's we so really bizarre. prove that birds are real? You know, you're like, <laughs> I've never actually killed a bird. And I mean, I have never killed a bird and opened it up and been like, yep, there's not computers inside. The same way that people are like, is the earth really round? They're like, I know we see pictures of it, but I've never actually been to space. So I can't 100% say that the earth is round. And I'm like, you know what? actually that i can kind of see the logic but like we all just have to take i can't (laughs) i mean like you've never physically been into space so you haven't seen the earth be round for your own eyes what i'm saying is that we have to all take a leap of faith be it however small that like our entire basis for reality is not a lie for no reason except to spy on us with bird drones you know what i mean yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm but just saying, like, if you can believe that the earth is round, you can believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a leap of faith, my friend. Do we want to go down that rabbit hole? <laughs> <sighs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week on the Jordan Phoenix Show. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, I, you know. I see what you're saying. But it's, I, you know, what are your thoughts? I have to believe, I have to believe like, you know, 
Science. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, with this coronavirus, I- I'm actually really impressed. I don't think we said the word corona, COVID, or anything. We alluded to maybe five seconds of it, but let's bring it up now to round the podcast out. Um, that's it's a fake. Th- that's <laughs> yeah. No, like it's not real. These people haven't died. <laughs> that's. I mean, I don't know anybody that's died personally. That's all I'm saying. No. Um, <laughs> what. <laughs> What I'm, I haven't seen anybody physically yeah. die. I've heard that they've died, but I haven't actually watched them. I haven't taken their pulse until they were yeah. dead. Um, I didn't see the flat line yeah. personally. No. So people are like, uh, I guess there have been some false positives that have been coming back on testing. Yeah. So then yeah. people are saying testing doesn't work, so I'm not going to get tested. If well, there's not, a chance uh, of a false positive, and it's like the way that science works, right, is that sometimes we make an error and then we correct it. And it's you can't just go... Well, now I'm never going to believe anything that anybody tells me because one time somebody got something wrong. Well, what you're, so what you're saying is, is like when somebody creates something for the first time, if it, it like, it doesn't work right away. Yeah. Well, God. Well, why? I mean, why, like, why wouldn't it just work right away? Right. (laughs) Wait, I can't tell if you're agreeing or disagreeing with me, but I I, I don't actually know what point I'm making either, but, um, I, there's always going to be outliers, right? In everything, just, like I, you, you see all these people that go, like in the beginning, where it's like, well, it's only affecting this age range. Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 no. Somebody who was 32, they got it, and they, they, you know, right? Of course, right. But not all people in their 30s got it, right? Like you're always going to have, like. Like the, the new thing is now, especially with the whole thing with like school starting back up and all that stuff, that kids under a certain age, mm-hmm. the percentage of those kids, the percentage of them transmitting it to adults and being carriers for it is very low. Right. But then somebody will always go, well, no, no, no. there's this one like seven year old who got. Yeah. Anecdotally. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Right. And it's scary. I mean, so to be honest, like my wife's pregnant right now and which is Uh why we're super, super cautious about everything. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But my wife has a friend who almost died from being pregnant and getting it. And then she was just like on the today show today. She had to like have the fucking baby, you know, early C-section to like, anyway, I guess I've been freaking out about that because of like the anecdotal thing that she knows somebody that this happened to. But then I I just told her today, I was like, Hey, if she was on the fucking today show, doesn't that mean that it's like kind of like, yeah, a newsworthy thing to cover. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe we shouldn't worry. So, I mean, we're still going to be safe, but like, maybe we shouldn't worry so much if like that one time that happened was worthy on being the today show, you know? Yeah, I, me and my whole family, we have O blood type, so I'm banking on that. Damn, I don't, I don't know what kind of blood I have, but I know somebody in my family has O, and I'm hoping that's me. No, like I have, what's the universal donor? Oh, either O negative or O positive. Yeah. I when we do I blood think- types, my family all we all donate our blood at the same time, and then they just tell us what they all are. So they put it into like one thing because we can't afford to all do it individually. So that's why we don't know. Like my mom is O, my sister's O, I'm O, Christy's O. My my wife, she Christy, she is a universal donor. Oh, there's a universal donor and a universal receiver, right? I so I'm the universal receiver. Okay, which I think is O 
positive, but I could be totally fucking off. That's fine. And I think she's O negative. And my kids, one's one and one's the other. Yeah, two O's makes O's, right? You can't have an A or a B. I would think so. Yeah, I paid attention. But like seventh grade, I you know whatever. But I'm I'm banking on that. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be good. I think you should start donating your time to like uh, help people. Um, through I'm gonna start thing. having people cough in my face. Yeah, without masks. <laughs> You're like, I'm good. Hey, just, hey, just get just get after it. Why don't just they do me. that? They could do that. They, if they could fundamentally prove that people with O negative or O positive blood were good, then we could just be like, all those people just run the the world for the, the next couple of years. I'm fine with that. I'll run some shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll run some shit. Not like, well, I think there's also, they also say that people that have like A, B, positive or negative, one or two, they're the same as like in the same category as like people with O blood type. But if you're just like fucking A, yeah, basic bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. The it's problem bro is, science. yeah, it's bro, every, science. <laughs> it's bro science. Uh, the bro science corner here. Uh, yeah, I remember it. I'm going to do the Rogan disclaimer. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit. Dude, it is hard to like um to say anything with uh like I know Dr. Drew got some shit um cuz he he's like kind of been like wishy-washy on like uh making statements, you know? But yeah, like but people got to understand that the shit changes. Right. And it's, here's it's the problem. It's a changing it, thing. He's a doctor. And so he has to say things or not has to, but he's like spent his life training to say things with confidence and being like, yeah. uh, research shows this, this is what this is. And people, but when you edit that all together, it looks like he's insane, you know? Yeah. And it but looks like, like it's, yeah, it, it's, he is saying with confidence with the research that he has been shown that this is this. Right. And then when it's but not that, shit- then he, Everybody shits on him. Dude, you know? it's 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 that's how we that's how this we are currently. I was just yeah. talking to my wife about this because one of my favorite fucking comedians of all time. Oh no! A few Don't say ago, his name. Came, I know. Came out. I was his. wondering if I could talk to you about it or not. But. You talked to me about it. I, right. I I'm like I am tread lightly. It's it's fucking weird, but I don't like. I can't specifically speak to his situation because like, I don't know the facts. Nobody knows the facts because it's been like, it came out and then it's been silence. Yep. But like you take anybody with anything. Yeah. I don't like where we're at nowadays with, you can say something about somebody and then it's, and without with, yeah, it's scripture. Yeah. And that person is fucking done. I know. I don't like that. And I, don't get me wrong. I don't know. It's fa- I'm not saying he's guilty. He's innocent. I, I I don't know. Right. I don't want. I don't want it to be. You don't want it to be because, true. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. Of course. It, 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 but if it is, it's fucking gross, and that right. sucks. Yeah. 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 But I, it's a weird like conundrum where it's you don't want to not believe people. Yeah. But like, show me proof. If there is proof. Well, and one thing that I okay, so with anybody, yeah, 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 I agree, hundred percent. This whole guilty until innocent, yeah, and and it's almost like if if we're having this conversation right now, and we're not just like y- you start to worry that you sound like a rape apologist. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm not. That if, <laughs> right? if, if, if it's, it's crazy it's, that you have to say it out loud, yeah, and I'm not. Like, <laughs> right. dude, if, if it's if it's true, 
If, if, if anything is true, if it's underage chicks, that's fucking disgusting. Right. And even if you're like 35 and you're banging 18 year olds legal for sure, but kind of fucking creepy. But okay. All right. Let's get into this. This is what I, this is, here's my thought is, uh, I'm with you. I think 35, when I was 18, I was like 18 year old girls are going to be beautiful forever. I'm going to be 90, just like 18 all day, baby. <laughs> But I kind of like, I get it. Like I can't imagine being 90 and only being attracted to like 90 year old ladies, you know, but like, well, yeah, but like, I definitely like, like, you know, I'm like 30, well, either 31 or 33. And, uh, (laughs) and I feel like I find people in my own age bracket attract like 18 year old kids look like kids to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's like, you're like, Oh, Oh no. Right. But like, don't get me wrong. They dudes, Chicks, women, however you want to phrase it. Yeah. The young, the younger generation, they look older than they actually are. Oh yeah. Across the board. Right. And it's weird. It's terrifying. Yeah. You have like, it's like, you almost have to have like, I need you to do a fucking FBI background check before (laughs) I can talk to you. Yeah. And I think the problem is with, uh, the comedian we're talking about is, um, that he, that it's a bad look whether or not the girls are 18 or not. Like, it, it, that's yeah. why he's guilty. Like, that's why Louis was guilty, even if he... Because I think it's kind of... I, you know, we've at least heard that, like, Louis shit was not as bad as everybody said it was. It was more that he, like, abused his power. But, like, just yeah. the fact that you're jerking off in front of people is like, ew. Even if you had their consent, that's kind of gross. So we're well, like, you're it's, guilty, it's a, you know? Yeah, it's a thing. Like, it's like... I'm like, go for it, dude. Just as long as it's legal and you have two consenting people, get weird, do your weird stuff. Yeah. But I think that, society in general is like kind of like like, ah, oh, he's banging eighteen year olds. But, if, that's it, but, not but right. if you're yeah, it's 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 a weird thing. It's like legal is legal. Right. And the law. <laughs> and then um, and two days earlier is <laughs> you're going to jail for a long time. Well, friend. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's like, you know, it, even nowadays, like so like say like somebody who's over eighteen say if you're 18 and you're dating somebody who's 17 yeah in some states that's a minor right most states there's a couple there's a couple year yeah so like if you're if say you're 17 and you turn 18 and your girlfriend's 16 yeah and you have nude pictures of your girlfriend oh i know dude that's wild you have child pornography okay uh this is a weird pivot even if you're under 18 you still have child pornography right so you have a son that's becoming a, a teenager right not nah, well he's I mean, a preteen he'll be 10, he'll be 10. <laughs> yeah. i mean in a couple of years you know what i mean like yeah. isn't that like the most terrifying thing to wrap your head around is like yeah because i know myself and i would definitely be being a little bit uh promiscuous on uh uh photos if i was you know what i mean like 12 like i was a wild kid when i was young i just See, think about, i wasn't Really? Okay, so you're I was like, kind of a I was good? kind of a wuss when it came to that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, I was such a wuss. I, w- I was so self conscious about the way I looked. Okay, because I was by the time I was a junior in high school. Yeah, I was as tall as I am now, but I weighed like 140 pounds. I was so awkward and like gangly. I had fucking braces. Oh, cool! Like I, I have one of those people that like. I feel like I maybe have gotten a little bit better looking as I've gotten older. I unfortunately I think all men 
men seem to do that and women seem to go it's sort of a bell-shaped curve of where we intersect where guys just keep yeah. getting better looking as you get older and the ladies don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, some pe- some people I I graduated high school with it looked fucking 15 years older than me. <laughs> <And there's, laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they 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 they've lived a rough Yeah. <laughs> I had a I had a fucking super easy 20s. Yeah. So like <laughs> I didn't like I didn't there's like a decade where I didn't age like real like, you know, progressively. Yeah, not doing a lot of but, crystal meth in a story. No, 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 no. Yeah, but like, there, it, it, I don't know. It's it's the whole thing. It's just it's all weird, dude. And it's I don't the whole like comedian thing. I don't want it to be true because I fuck it. He's my favorite comedian currently. Yeah, but I can't like not believe people either. Right, right. But I'm also very a factual person. Right. I want you to show me shit. Yeah. And the fact that like, you know, five of the people that came out that said something, he like posted like emails of like him yeah. saying, oh, you're this age. No. Whoa. Right. right I'm right, done. Right, right. And then like posted another one where some one of them like came back when she was of age and said like, hey, I'm this age now. I'm down to fuck. Yeah. It's And then, and then, wait, and it's, then what did he do? Is he like, cool. Well, I don't know. It's like at the time, you know, that it's it's all weird. Yeah, it's, it's just like, like that sounds like even if that's legal now, you're like, it's not a good look, dude. No. If you're like, call me when you're 18. It's yeah, not but here, but and I and I've heard Rogan talk about this kind of stuff before. Like pedophilia, fucking gross. Right, you got issues, but like. If you're 35 and she's 18, 19, whatever, kind of fucked up, kind of yeah. creepy, legal, but still kind of creepy. But like, and to me, like in today's like social media and the fucking everything, there's no like room for like redemption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no room for like, I was, I fucked up. Right. Like, can't. I, I, this was fucking what, even like with like, uh, baseball players and stuff. Yeah. Somebody gets popular and then somebody goes back and finds like a tweet from when they were like fucking 16. Right. Right. I know where they said some shit and you're just like, yeah, I'm a whole different person now. That was, yeah. The dude was like 22. Yeah. I'm either 31 or 33 now. Like I'm a totally different person. Yeah. You can't tell me that the person that went and found that didn't do some fucking weird shit when they were 15, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. I remember being like 20 when like Facebook was like a thing that was like becoming the new MySpace, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember like somebody that I was friends with used to just say crazy shit all the time. And I was like, that's fun, man. I should just say the wildest shit that I can imagine, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, I think maybe I said one thing and I was like, that was kind of weird. I'm probably not going to do that anymore. Um, but I was just yeah. thinking like, if I would have done the other thing and been like, let me just say crazy shit. Like I would be really afraid right now that somebody would have some screenshots of some stuff, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, you do like when you're young, you do and say weird shit. Yeah. 
you're, just to be silly, just to like, like, yeah, deal with you're your trying own. to get a laugh out of a friend yeah. or it's an uncomfortable situation. So you cover it up with some kind of fucking weird humor right. or yes, whatever. You're growing as a person. You're learning how to be in society, you know, yeah. and like deal with your own things that you're embarrassed about. And like, yeah, trying just, out different I, techniques. Yeah. Yeah. I don't agree with this shit of, you know, let's go find something they said. Right. When they were 17 years ago or eight years ago or whatever. How exciting like, to be that person that un- that uncovers that, you know, like, yeah, it's sure. <laughs> they must just like, spend you know, yeah. hundreds of hours just going through people's old tweets and like yeah. the reward that you get for finally seeing something, even if they were like, they said this shit when they were 12 years old. It's gotta it's be just like, why are the, why are there people out there trying to like ruin people's lives? Yeah, because it's just fun to watch people fall. It's fun to watch people rise, and it's fun to watch people fall. You know? Yeah, and and you know, if somebody did something wrong, yeah, where yeah. they fit, like if they really hurt somebody, yeah, that's different. Yeah, but if somebody just like tweets something or posts something, or it's just, <laughs> and it's years and years and years ago when they were young and their fucking brain wasn't developed yet, right? Why are they being crucified for it now? Yeah. It's like, it's yeah, weird. at least it, I think it's okay to bring it up maybe, but I don't think it's okay to like, um, cancel somebody's fucking whole life. Yeah. It, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I feel like Kevin Hart had some shit where he said some homophobic yeah. stuff and then like, yeah. And then, you know, I feel like he should just be able to, I mean, I, I guess he has like, you're just like, yeah, dude, I, I was stupid. Like, and I don't think that now. And I'm sorry for the people that that hurts, you know? And yeah. That's it. I mean, but here's the other thing too. Like when you're talking about like people, like uh, men that are in a position of power as far as like being a popular whatever. Yeah. I don't see a bunch of people out there like burning Led Zeppelin albums. Oh, I know. They should burn Led Zeppelin albums just for the music that they stole, let alone all the... I would. I wanted to bring this up with the Beatles, but I didn't want to ruin one of your favorite bands. But you know... That, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, <laughs> you know that they like, probably had some questionable things by today's standards. You know? For sure. But I mean, like, pub- like publicly, Led Zeppelin, like, fucking... Yeah. They, they dated and 15-year-olds. Yeah, they wrote songs about it, right? But it was it was okay because it was back then, and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're so popular like as a band that they can't be canceled. Yeah, well, like Michael Jackson so fucks kids, and but... we're we're like we're not sure yeah. he he wrote Thriller for God's sake, like yeah, we, like there's yeah. a forgiveness factor because they're so popular. I said this before, like uh, you can't really name a street anymore or do anything f- for somebody that existed more than like maybe thirty years ago. Because like 30 years ago, people were all kind of like way shittier than they are now. And if you have like a hundred year old anything, you're like, those people were all racist. <laughs> like yeah. by today's standards, like the best person was still a racist piece of shit. So it's yeah. like, are we not a lot? Like, why do we have George Washington on our, think about all the terrible things that George Washington did. And he's on our fucking dollar bill. You know what I mean? Like, uh, dude, it's, you, it's, it, 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 I, I, just like it was of the time. They were a but, good person of the time, you know? Yeah, but 
it's the thing of like it's it's hard to criticize people that feel that way as a white male in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should <laughs> we should probably, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Where our our lens is so yeah. different from other people that like Yeah, and to be honest, gonna, who, what are you going to say? Yeah, did you see that people uh a bunch of people who was it? Maybe the Yankees or somebody uh they all kneeled um a lot of a lot of teams did. Yeah. I saw uh, all the Cardinals had Black Lives Matter shirts on. It's great. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and so I had like uh, some friends from high school, they were a year older than me, that were just like, uh, you know, they were all like army dudes or whatever. And uh-huh. they were like, just fucking, just so disrespectful. I can't believe this shit. And then uh, like one of my black friends from uh, school that was uh, also like served eight years in the military, he was just like real cordially like, like, yeah, guys, I, I think it's like, not right to kneel uh, for our flag either, but like I think it's like great that they have the ability to do that, and I support their ability to do that. And like, well, those people fought for the ability to people for people to do that, right? And it's it's just kind of like crazy um, that people don't know that, you know? Well, because people, the, the, it's hard to like talk about this stuff because I'm not, I'm not a political person. I'm not super educated on a bunch of this stuff. Yeah, no, me either. But like for me, to like if uh, Colin Kaepernick, yeah, before he did that, he talked to somebody who was in the military and said, "Yeah, man, go ahead. I don't have a problem with it. I think it. I I went and fought." for your freedom to be able to do that. You're not disrespect. You're not saying fuck the United States and fuck this flag and this, this, and this it's, <laughs> it's just a way to call attention yeah. to what's happening. Also like taking a knee, I feel like is kind of a respectful thing to do. Isn't that something that you do like in honor? It's of not the- like he fucking set fire to the fucking <laughs> yeah, flag like and say, Hey, fuck you guys around with his middle fingers in the air. Yeah. yeah I feel like it was no. kind of like the softest way to like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, but it's one of those things. It's like it's hard to talk about because I'm I'm a white dude in America. Yeah. I won the fucking lottery. I know, I know. And at the same time, it's like it shouldn't silence anybody to just like. I mean, I guess it should silence. Yeah, it's just good to acknowledge it. I guess you know it, you, you you have to acknowledge. So so uh, to me, like the triggering word for everyone is the privilege word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say white privilege, you go, well, no, 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 no. I grew up poor. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just, we, we're just a little bit me, less worried about stuff than like your yeah, black for, counterpart. Like, 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 yeah. For if like for me, yeah, I'm, I didn't grow up rich. I grew right. up in a lower middle-class family. Yeah. But like, if the cops pulled you over, you weren't like your first idea wasn't no. like, I might get shot right now. You, you know how like, many times I got stopped like skateboarding at a fucking school? I know. Or like I didn't get fucking handcuffed and thrown to the ground. Yeah. Like there is that. Right. There, that ha- that you know what I mean? Like you have to it's almost like like <clears throat> white acknowledgement. Yeah, dude, I was like, hanging yeah, out with my buddy. I don't know I don't know the white wording for it and I don't want to offend anybody, but it's like you you have to acknowledge that being a white person in America, a forge or even anywhere. 
I, I mean, I, I'm only speaking to like my, you know, surroundings and stuff as I grew up, you have to acknowledge the fact that like I was afforded right better circum i don't say better circumstances but yeah yeah better the, 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 the that p word the inter, yeah. yeah the interactions yeah. with people favored me more than probably a lot of like minorities yeah you yeah. have to acknowledge that and if you can't acknowledge that I, I don't know what you're looking at yeah i was hanging out with my friend johnny um black dude who like we were hanging out at his place i think we were shooting a music video or something but it was just like all his friends it was all black dudes and um, we were, like, going to get in the car to do something. And he made some comment about, like, uh, basically he was like, oh, we're good. We got a white dude with us, so we'll be fine. Like, we don't have to worry about getting fucked with. Because we were like, I don't know. We, we were doing something where, like, we ha had some lights or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, And, like, it was brought up to, like, hey, the, the cops might fuck us with us. And then he was like, no, no, we got, like, we have Jordan with us. We'll be fine. And I was like, what do you mean? That's weird. Like, he was like, well, like, cops will pull us over, and if they see, like, a white dude, you know, he'll be like, oh, they're, like, backpack rappers. And if it's just, like, not a white dude, they'll be like, oh, they're gangster rappers. And that'll dramatically affect the, the outcome yeah, yeah. of the thing. Yeah. And I was like, man, that right there, that's, like, that's the whole privilege conversation. It's, oh, yeah. like, the fact that he has to think about, like, we got a white guy with us, so the cops won't fuck with us. Like, yeah, that's the, that's, I mean, I, I feel like I always kind of, like, acknowledged the privilege thing but like that just like made it very succinct like oh this is yeah. exactly what it is you know so yeah i mean you have to acknowledge it i, I it, and he wasn't complaining about it either he just said it matter-of-factly which made it even all, all, like you know sadder yeah it's like you have to acknowledge it but at the same time like i i don't <clears throat> i don't want to be one of those people that is kind of like i don't want to be a an apologist for it either yeah like i i just play I, the drums yeah, I you know yeah, I I don't want to be the one of those people. My my whole philosophy is as much as people probably think I'm an asshole just because of the way I come across. If I don't know you, yeah, just don't be a dick. Yeah, that's kind of like across the board. That's a good. That's a good. <laughs> if just you don't had be a dick, me. <laughs> like that's all you have to do. Yeah. Be polite. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, my friend John Michael Ryan, his little thing he likes to say, he says, don't be a dick, don't be an asshole. Dicks fuck people and assholes shit on people. I thought that was good. Don't don't That's fuck great. people and don't shit on people. Yeah. Doesn't I don't care if you're fucking purple. Yeah. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. I'm I I don't I try not to be a dick. Don't get me wrong, nobody is fucking perfect. Sure. Yeah, you do a bad job, but um it's fine. Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah just just try not to be a dick that's all yeah just that's all yeah. you gotta do just do your best to not be a dick to everybody i mean i it's just it's it's frustrating because i'm an easily aggravated person yeah i get aggravated like that but like in general if i'm out in public i i don't you know just yeah. fucking hold the door for somebody like you know what i mean yeah say please thank you I, all that shit it's just beautiful. because somebody's a, a different race doesn't mean you have to treat them any differently i know it's you know? it's like it almost makes me upset having them be able to say that out loud because it's so fucking obvious it, it sucks know? that you have to yeah. say that it yeah. really does yeah. and, and it's you know and don't don't be the person that says well i got a black friend that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't mean, yeah that doesn't help anything right like just 
I got friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 I don't know. Yeah, it's not you a discord. You could like you could cut this political shit out if you want. It's just I because I could sound like a total asshole. No, it's I don't good. know. I, I may just only include this part. Um, I am gonna go play Call of Duty right now. Uh, thank you for being here, Josh. Uh, I'm looking forward to. Um, uh, I know Ryan and I were talking about. Um, maybe there might be some video stuff that we're doing together in the future soon. So yeah, um, I'm yeah, we're gonna do it to, to work with you and. Uh, Thanks for being here. Uh, where can people find you online if they want to say what's up? <laughs> if they want to find me, I don't post shit ever. Um, I think I'm Josh underscore Wills 29 is my Instagram He's and Twitter. Beautiful 29-year-old yes. here, Josh Wills. Uh, 29. Thanks. Totally 29. 29 forever, baby. <laughs> um, thanks for being here, man. Uh, guys, we will see you uh, next week. Uh, we're going to be meeting with Mr. Blake Armstrong. He's this incredible uh, artist, and uh, you guys are going to really like him too. And uh, we'll just keep working with people that work with Story of the Year for the next uh Hey man, it's cool. I'm just going to change the name of this to the story of your podcast, and you guys can just start running this thing uh, for me if you want. What happened? Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> cool, man. All right. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, be safe. Bye. All right. Thanks, George. Bye.